Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning in to this podcast. St Bride's is one of the most famous and historic churches in London. Behind me, just over that wall, you can still see the remains of a Roman pavement dating back to around 180 AD. And there's been a church on this site since the 6th century. So it's a privilege for us to be keeping alive that tradition and the message of Christ's love for all here today. Do please leave a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always a great pleasure to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details in the accompanying text. And now may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. very warm welcome to St Bride's to our choral Eucharist on this the feast of the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
Wherever you are in the world, and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. We begin now with an opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The saints were faithful unto death and now dwell in the heavenly kingdom forever. As we celebrate their joy, let us bring to the Lord our sins and weaknesses and ask for his mercy. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Almighty God, who looked upon the lowliness of the Blessed Virgin Mary and chose her to be the mother of your only Son, grant that we who are redeemed by his blood may share with her in the glory of your eternal kingdom, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all nations. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from the letter to the Galatians. But when the time had fully come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So, through God, you are no longer a slave but a son, and if a son, then an heir. This is the word of the Lord.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for he has regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts, he has put down the mighty from their thrones, and exalted those of low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his posterity for ever. This is the Gospel of the Lord. May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. In recent weeks, we have been considering John's Gospel, and in particular those passages where Jesus speaks of himself as the bread of life. We have recognised how challenging Jesus' instructions to his disciples were. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me and I dwell in them, he said. We've pondered the sacramental imagination, which Timothy Radcliffe describes as the conviction that the visible, tangible and historical material of the world around us is capable of revealing the intangible, invisible and immaterial presence of God. Now, our efforts to understand the sacred mystery of the communion that we share have historically far too often generated rather more heat than light, conflict rather than insight. As is often the case with matters of faith, an appreciation of the Eucharist and its significance is far more often caught than it is taught. Today at St Bride's, we welcome a new member into the body of Christ in the waters of baptism. It is appropriate then that we reflect on this other great sacred mystery. And as we do so, we quickly see some common themes. Firstly, if we pay attention to the church's teaching about baptism, we again find it challenging, referring, as it does, to drowning in the waters of baptism, to dying with Christ, being united with him in his death so that we may share his risen life. What we are actually referring to here is the death of our fallen selves. 
Baptism is an acceptance of our adoption as God's children and a recognition that we are redeemed by his son, born of a woman, as our reading this morning puts it, the Blessed Virgin Mary, whom we especially celebrate on this day. Baptism marks the commitment to a lifelong journey with God and the community's support of that journey. It is the first step in response to God's love, and through it, we are freed. We no longer need to be slaves to our own passions, no longer condemned by the law. Through baptism, the Spirit of God's Son is set free in our hearts. Baptism and the Eucharist concern what is sometimes referred to as mutual indwelling. If we welcome Jesus into our hearts and give him space there, he will live in us. We will look for joy, not in our own strivings, but in Christ's presence. And he is not only the bread of life through his words, nourishing us with his teaching, but he gives life in and through his very person flesh and blood. Many people would prefer a God who makes things right for the world. And indeed, many reject the idea of faith in anything else. We understand, though, that the God we proclaim wants us to make things right for the world. He is a God who became flesh, who became weak, who became incarnated in our world. It is up to us, with the strength of the Spirit, to give food to the hungry, to struggle for justice and peace, to be with those who are lonely, oppressed and in pain, to reveal to them the good news that they too are loved by God. Christ dwells in us and calls us to dwell in him. The Eucharist and baptism are visible signs of that invisible grace. I'd like to share with you a poem by Nicholas Slee. It's one for our online offering only. Its attention to old age and death makes it rather more challenging to a baptism party than I would wish to be. Theologically though, as I've explained, Life and death are both important themes in our understanding of baptism. And in the words of this poem called A Blessing of the Senses, we see a parent's prayer for the fullness of their child's journey of faith to its ultimate destination. May your eyes be bright, although they should fail you in old age, and your vision become dimmed, may our sight grow sharper and your vision of God's kingdom clearer with the passing of the years. May your ears be open, although they should fail you in old age and become blocked, may your listening grow more attentive and your attunement to God's voice more discerning with the passing of the years. May your nose be unerring, 
and though it should fail you in old age and become dulled, may the memory of the sweet smells of God's earth never be diminished and the aroma of God's loveliness deepen in you with the passing of the years. May your mouth be firm, and though it should fail you in old age and your appetite become jaded, may your hunger for justice grow more intense and your taste for goodness sweeten daily with the passing of the years. May your hands and feet be steady, though they should fail you in old age and become gnarled, may your touch always be gentle and your hold always be loving and your living always be tender and your journey towards God's beauty remain unfaltering with the passing of the years. And now may God fill your senses with the joy of divine gladness and the yearning which surpasses every longing until your eyes at last shall see the beauty and your ears shall hear the music and your nose shall inhale the aroma and your mouth shall taste the sweetness and your arms and body shall feel the tenderness of the embrace of the beloved and every sense in you shall be satisfied and silenced in the passing of these years and the consummation of your lives. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory, to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. In the power of the Spirit and in union with Christ, we come together this morning to pray for ourselves, or one another and your church across the world. We pray especially this morning for your church and the people of South Africa, their leader, the Archbishop of Cape Town, Thabo Makgoba, and we pray that they will have the courage and determination 
to continue the work so that all your people can live there together in peace and equality. We give thanks for Alison, our rector, Jeff, our associate priest, Robin, our verger, the choir, Matthew, our organist, Claire, our administrator, and all who work so hard to make sure that we are able to be together and pray to you both here in church and online. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creator God, you have given us an earth full of beauty and wonder that is capable of supporting all our needs. We pray that you will help us to listen to the advice of our scientists and act now to make sure we protect it and ensure that it remains a safe and beautiful place for all our children and our children's children. We pray for the thousands made homeless by the fires that have ravaged many parts of our world in the last few weeks, especially the people of California, Greece and Turkey, left frightened and homeless. We give thanks for the bravery and courage of those fighting the fires and those trying to rescue and support those fleeing. Give the leaders of our world the courage and insight to make the difficult decisions now and at the forthcoming COP26 conference. We pray that they will put aside political differences and act as one for the good of all of your people today and tomorrow. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Father, we remember today Mary, the earthly mother of your son Jesus. Mary rejoiced and sang your praises my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord when she heard the voice of the angel tell her the news that she would give birth to your son. Help us to live joyful lives that sing your praises and may we have the courage to take on new tasks and challenges, however daunting they may seem, trusting in your love and support for us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Your son Jesus grew up in wisdom and love in the home that Mary created for him with Joseph. We pray that you will support and guide us all to create safe and protective homes for all our families and all those we love. At this time of great change and uncertainty, we pray for all who face the challenge of anxiety and stress, those whose jobs are at risk, those trying to lead and operate businesses, those who are frightened of what might happen next. Grant them the peace and security and let them know your love for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As the journalist church, we give thanks for those who risk their lives to make sure we hear and know about events across the world. We pray for all their safety and that they may have the courage to challenge and bring truth and justice to all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Mary was at your side at your time of need, and we pray that you will be by the side of and comfort all those in pain, those who are facing the challenge of illness and the loved ones that face it with them. Give them and all who are ill the strength to face each day, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, grant that they may return to good health as quickly as possible. Let us remember also those that have died and have now joined you in heaven. We pray that they will all find peace with you 
and that you will comfort those who are left behind. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Finally, we take time to remember in silence those known only unto us who need your support and love. Merciful Father, accept these prayers prayers for for the the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen. Will you please stand? May the God of peace sanctify you. May he so strengthen your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless before him at the coming of our Lord Jesus with his saints. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks that your glory is revealed in the Blessed Virgin Mary and all the saints. In their lives, you have given us an example of faithfulness to Christ. In their holiness, we find encouragement and hope. In our communion with them, we share the unity of your kingdom. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven. We worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ, Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy, 
Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him and he Let us pray. 
God Most High, whose handmaid bore the Word made flesh, we thank you that in this sacrament of our redemption you visit us with your Holy Spirit and overshadow us by your power. Strengthen us to walk with Mary the joyful path of obedience and so bring forth the fruits of holiness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen.
God give you grace to follow his saints in faith and hope and love. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.